Hello there. Thank you for joining us on David Ibiomi Podcast. We believe that a sermon you're about to hear will enlighten your mind and grant you the true salvation that can only be found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. God sent me because of you. And until you are blessed, heaven will not rest. Today we'll be looking at experiencing God developing a prayer altar. There are those who have enjoyed the arts of God, but they have never experienced God. What is experience? According to the Oxford Advanced Learner's Dictionary, experience is the knowledge and skill that you have gained through doing something for a period of time. Then what is experiencing God? Experiencing God is simply the knowledge and skill that you have gained through your encounter with God. If you must encounter God and experience God, then you must experience him in the prayer room. Prayer is a platform where we go for divine help. But it's also where we experience God and enjoy whatever God has for us. If you look at the book of Luke 9, the Bible said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He made that statement where Jesus was praying. Jesus had a personal experience with God. While Peter, James, and John slept, they never had this place. He said, a child is born, a son is given. So not every one of us are sons, most of us are children. Only sons experience him. Children enjoy the arts of God. If you have a child, you find that a child will always say, Daddy, give me. Give me. If he sees an aircraft, he says, Daddy, will you buy me the plane in the air? He says, yes. But no adult will say that. And many of us are still babies in the Lord. Now, Daniel in the Bible, for instance, reigned in four regimes. He was a man of prayer. It was relevant. One regime came, Daniel was in power. Second regime came, he was in power. Third regime came, was in power. Now today, many Christians cannot go beyond one regime. He prayed himself to be relevant in all regimes. Jabez altered his destiny in the room of prayers. In 1 Chronicles chapter 4, 9 and 10. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, 10 to 20, Hannah altered her destiny with an encounter with God. Esther also encountered God and saved Israel in the room of prayers. Prayer changes things. If you want to experience God, you must be prayerful. For instance, Jacob, his life was unpleasant. But everything about Jacob changed when he decided to pray. Read Genesis 32, beginning from 24 down. Jacob had to turn his destiny with prayers. Bible said that he wrestled, he prayed, and his name changed from Jacob to Israel, from an individual to a nation. Somebody's story will change today. Every covenant child, every family has a glorious future, but you have to stand strong in prayer for that glorious destiny to emerge. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13, look at what God said here. The thoughts I think those are thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. The reverse has said to give you hope and a future. Do you hear that? I have good plans 
for you. But look at verse 12. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. So verse 11 will not be complete until you pray. I have wonderful plans for you, but you have to pray to establish what I have for you. You have to contend in prayer if you must take delivery of your enviable future. So that God has a plan that you marry doesn't mean you fold your hands. God has a plan that you be a great man doesn't mean you fold your hands. He said you have to pray to make that which I've said come to pass. If you want to experience the manifestations of God, then you must enter the prayer room. No one can ever become powerful until you are prayerful. In Acts chapter 1, in verse 4, being assembled together with them, I commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. But if you look at verse chapter 2, Acts 1 to 3, the Bible said, The fire fell on every one of them. In verse 3 precisely, it said, And it sat upon each of them, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like of a fire, and it sat upon each. So the fire has to sit on every child of God. Every one of us must be revived. If you are not revived, you can't survive. He said the fire fell. So you will not be waiting for the fire to fall on your pastor to be praying for you. The fire did not fall on Peter, James, and John alone. It fell on the whole 120 in the upper room. And you don't generate fire without prayers. Jesus, I've said it over and over, prayed for Peter. Peter still fell because he did not pray for himself. And it is a prayer altar that generates the fire. You know, we're in a wicked world, so you must be prayerful. What is prayer altar? It's a place where an individual or all the members of the family meet to pray. The altar is not a structure or a slab. It's a place where you meet as a person or as a family to pray. And every member of the family must be on fire so it won't be victims of all the wickedness in the world. No destiny can be fulfilled without a cost. And the cost is prayer. But you cannot have a family altar where you are not in the family of Jesus. He said, our father is not your father until you are a son and a daughter. Everyone who has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but I said, you must be born again. Wherever you are, you want to give your life to Jesus, pray this prayer after me. Loud and clear, say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that you died and rose from the dead to save me. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. Join us, same time, same place, for more life-transforming messages with David Ibiomi. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the link in the description box to purchase full audio messages and e-books. God bless you. Until you are blessed, heaven will not rest.